You're listening to Creating a Universe, a Love Anarchy podcast hosted by William J. Rogers. On this show, we follow the journey of creatives, artists, and entrepreneurs who are making a name for themselves in the ever-evolving landscape of today's industry. Featuring an insight into both Love Anarchy and the Labaniverse music universe, as well as the individual projects and stories of each of our guests from the music industry and beyond. So whether you're a budding creative or simply interested in what goes on behind the scenes, this is the podcast for you. Hello and welcome to Creating Universe. I'm your host, William J. Rogers. And today I'm here with vampiric gothic metal artist, Laura Vargas, otherwise known as the Inferno Doll. How's it going, Laura? I'm doing all right. I, I think you are one of the very few people that I know that is not from Latin America that says my name correctly. Oh, cool. I'm happy about that. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. Thank you. Um, I'm doing great. I'm getting my cup of coffee nice. <laughs> here. It's quite yeah. cold. And yeah, thank you so much for having me. Oh, absolute pleasure. Yeah, it's much earlier in the day for you than it yeah. is for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what time is it over there? Uh, it's just gone 7 p.m. here in the UK, and oh, wow. you're, you're in Canada, right? <laughs> yeah, it's noon over here. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> you're you're originally from Chile, but in, in mm-hmm. based in Canada now, right? Yes. Cool, cool. Here okay, well, <laughs> just to kick things off then, um, would you maybe be able to start just by giving a bit of an overview of who you are and what you're doing? Of course, um, as my good friend mentioned here, I'm from Chile. My name is Laura. I have this vampiric gothic metal project called the Inferno Doll. I've been living in Canada for the past six years. The music I've been making lately is pretty much inspired by Dracula, by Mm -hmm. Bram Stoker. And I have a new song coming this Friday. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, the the new song is Renfield, right? That's, that's yes. the one that by the time this has come out, that song will have just come out so people can go and listen to it. So yeah, cool. So I'm very excited. I will it. repeat myself and I have a song that is already out. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's it. So uh, if I'm right, the, like the, the song is based on the character Renfield from yes. Dracula, right? And yes. um, yeah, you've mentioned obviously a very kind of key uh, component to your music in the Inferno Doll is mm-hmm. this overall theme of uh vampirism and stuff which is super awesome i mean i'm a huge fan of vampires uh <laughs> sorry <laughs> uh, that's all right it's that that time of year <laughs> um so you're uh, making me cry already <laughs> <laughs> yeah so so i'm 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 really personally interested in how you approach the topic of vampires in music because i must admit that's something that i've actually been looking for loads i i really really love this merger of the themes of vampires with music i think that it's been done a bit uh yes. <laughs> to varying degrees of success i would say so i'd really love to hear your thoughts on it as you're someone so immersed in that combination okay so i've been attracted to vampires since i don't know over 20 years ago probably more um nice. and um the reason why I kind of chose the theme um, Dracula Vampires for the new music, mm-hmm. it was mainly because um, during COVID, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, lockdown and everything, I went back to like reading vampire literature, Dracula, 
some books from Bram Stoker and Rice, um, mm -hmm. Le Fanu as well. I've read Carmila, I don't know how many times. Nice. <laughs> and right at that moment, I found this Facebook page um, called back then Dracula's Place. And Enrique Palafox, he's from Mexico, and he was doing these live readings from the novel. And he mm. invited Dacre Stoker, who's like a direct descendant from um, Bram Stoker. And he was given so much insight about um, the research Stoker did back then to write mm. Dracula and so many facts, honestly, that I had no idea. Mm -hmm. And I know now. So in that process, I was just getting into the final writing of the last songs and writing the lyrics. And I somehow felt con weirdly connected to things that were happening in my life back then and still happen. Uh, feelings, emotions, situations that were in a weird way similar to what I was reading in the novel certain mm -hmm. characters going through different things. And it was so natural for me to just take that inspiration and put it on my music on my own mm -hmm. way. Nice. And, and during this songwriting, um, I move places. I'm living in another house right now and changes and so many things. I was in the process of writing one of the last songs and I told my friend Emma, she's from Regina, she plays the glissando flute on the song and I was like, mm. you want to make this song with me? I have this idea. And we work on the demo here and there. Then Gabrie Gabriel, my co-songwriter and co-producer jumped in and we started like to giving the shape of the music. We were focusing more on the um, music itself. Mm -hmm. And I was so into still um, into Dracula and daily writing whatever come to my head. And it was time to like, I need lyrics for this. And I was like, this, this has a certain touch of insanity, craziness. And it made so much sense to like, keep the, the title Renfield. Mm -hmm. And I was like, just writing the lyrics. And it was like, this makes so much sense with the, uh, with the character. And I'm like, this is my tribute to Renfield. Nice. So yes, long story <clears throat> short, there you are. <laughs> that, that's, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I absolutely love that. So what, what I'm keen to know then is, um, You've got a few releases to catch up, anybody that doesn't know. Yes. Um, the Sacrifice EP came out in 2020. And then prior to that, you had a whole album, right? Uh, yeah. Do Domination, is it? Domination, yes. And that's, that was 2015, so five years oh, yeah. prior to that. Quite, quite a gap. And I know that there's a concept there, which is super, super cool. Um, yeah. <laughs> how, like did things revolve around vampires and this kind of topic from the very beginning? Um, not directly from the very beginning. Um, I think I see it now like that. Um, the first mm. album, Domination, was my first um, try or first release as a solo artist. So mm. because I like telling stories and that's how my brain works, Mm -hmm. I made out this story about this alter ego 
leaving my body, locking me up inside the alter ego and the alter ego just telling her story Mm -hmm. that it was uh, basically what I was going through back then. So many things happened during life that the best way I have to like (laughs) release the anger or the pain or whatever is Mm -hmm. transforming that into stories. So um, that was more like, I wanted to put it more like Dante's Inferno kind of thing, like going through stages of being reborn, being outside in the world or in this inferno, going to your final destination and facing different things like remembering that you fell in love, remembering pain and feeling things. So that was like the domination era. Then... I relocated to Canada. I I was like focusing on that on that time. Mm-hmm. And I, I I have to say that a sacrifice is the first uh, vampiric-ish approach on my music. Um, mm-hmm. The concept was these high priestess that controlled fire was rising me up from the dead or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> Amazing. And she yeah. was giving the inferno doll another chance to live in this world so Mm. you better be wise (laughs) and and yeah so sacrifice is about the rebirth and ghost walls is this spirit stuck in this old theater and she's not able to leave and she's in there um this in soulless, immortal, and again, like singing about emotions and love. And mm-hmm. that was like, um, I, I have to say that Ghost Walls could be like the first um, introduction to what I was working on now. Mm-hmm. Because I, it's kind of my brain was like, I'm releasing this song, but I'm also also thinking about the future so how yeah. how am i going to connect these stories between albums mm-hmm. so and now i just put it everything on the table is very much inspired by bram stoker's dracula and other vampire literature um i'm a big fan of horror classic horror, um, gothic literature. So put all those um, ingredients into a mixer. Nice. And the new yeah. music is, is there. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's yeah, w- wonderful breeding ground, I, I believe. I just wanted to <laughs> check that like you've got three tracks on Sacrifice, right? You mentioned you yes. talked about two of them, and then there's a track called Land of the Lords. Oh, well, actually that one, I that's not inspired about vampires. I was... Okay. I was, I was angry. I was feeling super <laughs> upset back then. And I, I don't know, books and stories, they always land on my hand. And it's like, okay, this is perfect. <laughs> is nice. I, I wanted to, let me rephrase that. I just finished finish watching the show Penny Dreadful and I've been reading Frankenstein. Oh, cool. So, and I was mm-hmm. feeling like so empathic about um, the creature, the monster that he's not understood and he's being judged because of the way he looked. Yeah, he was a little, <laughs> you know, a little demonic, but he was not. So I kind of, I was like, 
how could I express the anger and the disappointment I was feeling back then? Mm-hmm. What would the creature feel? So I kind of put myself into his shoes and let the words come out. So, mm. yes. <laughs> God, I, love that. <laughs> I love that. And it's a really heavy song as well. I mean, that one yes. is yeah, really cool. Yes. I, I, I like that because from what you've said, whilst some of the earlier material might not have been directly inspired uh-huh. by vampires, it still kind of thematically fits in perfectly because like, yeah. especially that first record being about this kind of darker side of yourself or like there's, mm-hmm. you know, it's that kind of shadow self-concept that I think yeah. is so kind of vital to uh, the topic of vampires and a lot of Gothic literature in general. So yeah. Yeah. Really, really cool. So then I don't know what stage we're at in terms of how much you can actually talk about uh, the music that's coming from here, but we have a new single, right? Uh, uh-huh. Renfield. And is that's a part of something or there's new music? I don't know how, what you're allowed to say yet, but where... where, where I can say almost that? everything. Awesome. <laughs> what I can say, I won't. I will be like, cool. not that one. <laughs> no, yeah, there is, there are more more songs there um we're working we're, we're finishing recording the uh, new album uh awesome. that i'm planning on releasing second half of 2023 um gabriel i think he's already done with all the guitars and bass um mm. the drums were already recorded a few months ago and i'm here in my little cave castle whatever you want to call it <laughs> liar Nice. I'm, yeah. And I'm here almost daily recording my parts. So then everything goes to him. He mixes everything, then goes to the mastering and ta-da. Amazing. Yes. And even though uh, the I have already... Shit, sorry. Oh, what am I doing? <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, no yes, I'm still like... I think I already know um, the concept of the artwork. I have a few names written down of how am I going to introduce this new music to the world. Mm -hmm. Um, I do have another guest singer. Uh, My dear Mm -hmm. friend Sam Astaroth is singing in one of my songs. That is the weirdest song that is going (laughs) to be in the album. Seriously. And yeah, that's what's that's what's gonna happen. There will be more songs that I will be releasing before the full album. Uh, probably two more. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure when that's gonna happen just yet. And yes, that's more or less what's coming. So if you want to know more, just ask. <laughs> that's amazing. Cool. Very 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 exciting stuff. And I suppose I'm as having well, like just... a bit of a cold. Sorry. <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. Um, yeah, I suppose, uh, just cause you mentioned there make, makes sense to segue slightly into the fact that, uh, you just released a s- cover with Sam mm-hmm. Astaroth. Oh yeah. Uh, and the Cody. Lacuna Coil, uh, cover. Oh yes. Trip the Darkness. That was really, really cool. Thank you. So, um, yeah, I mean, it was great to see you guys together. It's a very perfect kind of and match. We are all, I mean. we all live in Canada in different areas. Um, uh-huh. So I haven't met in real life uh, Cody or Sam yet. But I hope oh, so that is, Oh, changes. yeah, Cody from the cover. Very yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah He's I mean, in Winnipeg. Um, Sam is in Toronto. I'm here in Calgary. Nice. Technology. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's amazing. 
Um, yeah, I mean, for if anybody that doesn't know, it kind of works really well with Sam because his whole thing is kind of like being a demon, right? Yes. And he has he all is. kinds of a crazy range of vocals, especially, you know, kind yeah. of harsh vocals and stuff. So, uh, you know, a demon and a, and a vampire, it, it just all kind of fits, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so cool. So, all right. So we know that for sure that this this upcoming material is much more uh vampire focused you've, mm-hmm. you've touched on loads of influences there i was i was wondering like is it all is it kind of like in terms of your favorite kind of versions of dracula and the things that you're inspired by are you really kind of into that original bram stoker novel or are there other kind of i know that you've you've got it about um uh like uh the kind of romantic uh aspects Mm. of um vampires as well which is a part of it that i really love and i feel that that wasn't so much in the original novel it was more kind of added later and especially the francis ford capella movie right really did that so good movies so good it actually was its uh 30th anniversary um two days ago yes two days ago ago. well today two days ago (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. However many days. Uh, two days ago. Whatever days ago. Yeah. It was its thirtieth uh, anniversary. I wow. I love the novel very much. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's such a great novel. I I mm-hmm. I can't say I like more the novel than Coppola's movie because they are mm-hmm. like both yeah, there. Yeah. I um I have read other Dracula related books like um. Dacre Stoker wrote a couple of books. Uh, one is like uh, the sequel, and the other one is um, the story of Bram Stoker. But what if Bram Stoker was a vampire? And there is this other version of Dracula um, called the Powers of Darkness. Uh, that mm-hmm. it, it is told that it is a translation from the original novel to Icelandic. And they oh. noticed when they translated that version to English, it was not the same. But the That's thing is that it is told that that version of the book, um, it was based on an original draft that Stoker wrote, that oh, it wow. was denied by the publishers back then. So he wow. sent it to his friend in Iceland, he translated it, and it's more darker, like, wow <laughs> it's amazing <laughs> wow cool wow and um so many stories that i've read i think that i can't remember which one my which was the first vampire book related i read i mm-hmm. it's been too long mm-hmm. but i have i do remember that when i was around 18 or 19 years old i got to meet this group of people that was very into gothic literature and vampires history and i started to hang out with them and they were always like telling me things on about vampires role playing Mm -hmm. as well was involved there so (laughs) yeah and still is so Uh it's so natural for me to just grab all those things that inspire my life into the music and mm-hmm. could be the movies can be the books uh they're mm-hmm. all great 
well, yeah. there are Dracula movies that are really bad, of course. And, well, and some bad vampire movies in general. Oh, my yeah. God, yeah. Like, ugh. Vampires anyway. have been done a lot to, uh, to, yeah. Yeah, to varying uh, levels. I remember at one point I was really like, I went on a run of trying to watch or find anything I could to do with vampires and see this different spectrum of uh, yeah. <laughs> things. And there. I really like when I find other authors or other people that have another point of view about vampires yeah 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 why do they suck blood or how is the um how can you become a vampire there's so many uh-huh. yeah, ways yeah, yeah. and rice has his way has her way uh yeah, stoker yeah. had his way and lefanu had his way and yeah but they all suck blood so yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's it do you know who i actually i actually like to think of hannibal lecter as one of my favorite vampires He's not technically a vampire, right? But he's such a good no. character, and he's a cannibal. Can you imagine if you could, if they could make like a version of um, vampiric Hannibal Lecter? Uh, that it, would it, be scary. It could be so good, man. Yeah, I mean, I I love that character, and especially the way he's so eloquent. You know? Oh yeah. It's just like he's a perfect vampire, I think. Oh, <laughs> a vampire in the real world, you know? Ooh, that would be scary. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I remember once someone asked ask me if dracula was real and you meet mm. him and he it's gives you the like, chance and if oh, he yeah. gives you the chance of choosing like remaining human or being immortal uh, what would you yeah. choose and the more i get into vampire literature the more the, the more people i know they know about vampire and they tell me things it's like i would pretty much like to know what's coming like living for centuries and seeing how the world evolves Mm-hmm. And it also kind of makes you evolve yourself as a person. I don't know. I've noticed that vampires have this way of thinking. Mm-hmm. They are like, I don't know how to explain it with words. Seriously, everything mm-hmm. is in my head. I wish I could yeah, just yeah. take the words uh-huh. out of my head. <laughs> that's what the music is for, right? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> everything is in the music. Everything is there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm to- I totally get what you mean, though. I absolutely love that. It was because they're so old, right? With the long age, it yeah. just gives them this kind of inherent wisdom and a different view on the world. Exactly. Kind, kind of exactly. like elves, but dark. Yeah. You know? Yes. Yes. So, All yeah. these creatures that have been living for centuries and centuries, they could get misunderstood because their way of thinking is so much different from humans. Because humans, mm-hmm. we've been here like 30, 40 years, and they've been here for like 400, 300 years, and it's like, oh, okay, so you know better. (laughs) That's why they still have good fashion sense. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because they they got the clothes when they were at their peak, and they're like, what's everybody else doing? (laughs) Yeah, they have a lot of style. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So... Yeah, that, that's awesome. I mean, I can I, I can speak about vampires all day. I think it's oh yeah, me too. We should have like ever. a like vampiric topic only. Yeah, yeah, podcast. We'll, Chat, we'll, podcast, yeah. whatever. Yeah, we'll find other vampire enthusiasts and just talk about that all the time. Although it seems like you've done a actually, fair amount of that. <laughs> yeah, actually, now that you mention it, I will have a few talks with my friend from Mexico, Enrique Palafox. Mm. He really knows so much about Dracula. He's an expert wow. of it, uh-huh. and we've been talking about doing a podcast like, wow. like this. Um, but it's going to be in Spanish. Um, so cool. I'll make sure to have the subtitles in English 
we are already um like struck structuring what are we gonna talk about because i have nice. so many questions that i know he knows <laughs> nice yeah and yeah i just want to try and do my best to invite people to learn more about vampires dracula or these yeah. dark creatures that we people like us like <laughs> yeah yeah no that sounds awesome i, I love the idea i mean why yeah. not put that into a podcast if you're having those yeah, conversations right? anyway oh uh, yeah for Coming sure I, I, yeah yeah i know I, I would definitely check that out yeah i, th I think oh, awesome. the, the culture i could probably us. invite you in as well yeah i'll we have to scrub up on my spanish <laughs> oh no we can make we can do that in english don't worry about that we, <laughs> cool, <yeah. laughs> cool. I'm, I'm actually part spanish believe it or not my grandmother was spanish but unfortunately oh. i didn't learn the language <laughs> oh well i can teach you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nice teach, teach me about spanish and and vampires i will actually there yeah. is um spanish movie that's really really good um the name in english is eternal blood if i'm not wrong cool. i think it's from probably over 20 years ago and mm -hmm. um, back then it was like wow we were all like going to the movie watching that movie nice. it was really 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 good yeah <laughs> about tw about 20 years ago did you say because yeah I, uh, 20 years ago right the turn of the century that's when vampires in general just became like so industrial right like yeah <laughs> like blade underworld all, oh my you know. god yeah it's like it's like yes. its own era of vampires where yes yeah yes <laughs> this has like I, a new metal soundtrack you know <laughs> and there's some um, movies about vampires that keep coming uh well my song is renfield and there's a movie coming soon named renfield as well cool and nice. i'm so glad that we are doing something about that, like telling who was Renfield mm -hmm. and the importance of that character in that story. Mm -hmm. um, but still, there's so much that I don't know about Renfield. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, awesome. So one thing that I'm really interested in then, because again, this is something that I kind of uh, attempted to approach myself in terms of like, writing music like mm -hmm. creating music to represent this and like from what you've said we've spoken a lot about that and a lot about the inspirations especially topically from the literature etc mm -hmm. to somebody that's listened thus far and never heard your music before they may have no idea what it sounds like other than mm -hmm. that it's to do with vampires so i'm really <laughs> interested in how you've approached that sound like and and what kind of influences and things that you've had that you've kind of brought into the mixing pot to represent this kind of vibe? Okay, so what can I say? Um, the community that is that I've been building and the fans, uh, they say that I'm gothic metal, that mm -hmm. I sound like typo negative, but with a girl singing. Um, cool that sometimes i don't know why they it's <laughs> they my music reminds them to cradle of filth okay or to iron maiden mm. um iron it's maiden. really wow. it's really hard for me to put in words what my music sounds like i would say mm -hmm. a mix between dark romance gothic metal vampires and me 
<laughs> yeah, of course. Well, that's it, isn't it? As an artist, it's it's just a kind of a purer reflection of you know what, what's yeah, inside. I, there's there's some interesting comments there. I, I mean, I'm not sure about Iron Maiden, other than you know some melodic metal yeah. components. <laughs> Uh, Type of Negative is one of my all-time favorite bands. Uh, oh, I, love I love them. them. I, I, I get, like, you definitely have a gothic metal sound, right? That much we can yes. say as a general ballpark. Um, I'm not sort of liking it so much to Type of Negative, but, like, in parts, perhaps. Mm -hmm. I think, I kind of feel like uh, you have a little bit of a, there's some kind of, like, slower, doomy kind of gothic metal elements in there yeah. as well. Um, That's the, the romantic part of me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would, I would, yeah, I would say maybe like draconian kind of. Oh yeah. yeah oh, thank you. <laughs> more in that kind of vibe somewhere, but of course it's totally original. Um, uh, again, like another thing that people might not have gotten onto is you, you do clean vocals and you do harsh vocals mm -hmm. as well, right? That's yes. I think that that's a pretty um, perfect representation of I guess what I'm talking about like how you decide to approach vampires in a musical sense because there is that duality to them right like yes. this these kind of like there's the the person there the eloquent vampire and then there's the monster that's kind of beneath that so the fact that you switch those vocal styles is so perfectly reflective of that I'd say no thank you <laughs> <laughs> what's I mean um I guess I guess what I'm thinking is like uh not so much in terms of what people say you sound like, but was there anything for you in particular that you drew from musically or bands that, or bands artists that you really like um, or that Ooh. you feel have had a real kind of impact on, on you? Like yes. Influence? Yes. Actually there, there are a few bands that made a huge impact in my life. Um, one of them is a band that doesn't exist anymore. Sadly, that okay. is called Devil Doll. Devil Doll. Um, cool. Devil Doll. I have a couple of albums there. Tick, tick, tick. Oh, nice. Cool. And um, I remember uh, I was approached to, I was not approached, sorry. So I was home millions <laughs> of years ago. <laughs> <I'm not laughs> of gonna, but it was a yeah. long, long time ago on like on school time. Mm -hmm. And my brother came home and he was like, you know what? Um, I have this cassette tape and I know you're going to like it because at the end, you're going to hear how someone is getting buried alive. So he knew already <laughs> that I was into wow. horror and all the creepy things. And I'm like, okay, I'll just listen to it. And it was the album Sacrilegium from Devil Doll. Um, mm -hmm. I played it on cassette, like really old. Wow, nice. And it blew my mind. It wow, blew my cool. mind and the theatrical aspect of the music. Um, the singer, Mr. Doctor, he was known back then as the man of a thousand voices. Mm -hmm. He was doing all the voices, speaking, wow. uh, voice acting, singing, uh, a little bit of not really screaming, but it reminds me of the, it's like Devil Doll for me is like listening to a silent movie. I don't know if that makes sense. Uh, right, okay. <laughs> it's so weird. Yeah, okay. Uh, because uh, the soundtracks from silent movies back then, they were like so good. 
they mm. were like yeah, in the horror movies that, yeah, yeah yes and that was yeah. the uh one of the things that more and the aesthetics of course the exclusivity he was doing these live shows and he had like 200 copies of an album and whatever that was not sell that day he would burn them oh my. so it's it's really oh. hard to find copies of uh devil doll music now i'm oh. lucky that i have a few of them I think I, cool. I'm missing one album, maybe. And another band that make, made a big impact on my life was The Vision Bleak. Okay. Um, yeah. The Vision Bleak, Imperium as well. And later it was Amorphis, um, of course, Iron Maiden. Um, Oh my God, so many bands. Um, (laughs) And nowadays I've been listening a lot to um, Lucifer's Child is a band from Greece that I recently discovered thanks to Spotify. (laughs) Yeah, cool. I love Septic Flesh a lot. Oh, nice. uh, What else? So many bands. Uh, Once Human. I also nice. like like some albums from um, in this moment. Uh, mm. I I love what Alisa Whiteglass is doing with her Chenemy and her solo stuff. Oh yeah. Um, Autumn Tears was also a big influence mm. way back, <laughs> and actually the name the Inferno Doll came into my head because my friends back then when I was like less than twenty years old, I think. They were calling me Laura Inferno, Laura Doll, because of Devil Doll. Listening to Autumn Tears, and Autumn Tears had this song called Broken Doll that I was singing all the time. Mm -hmm. I was collecting the um, Living the Dolls, um, and there was a doll called Inferno. So my friends were giving me all these nicknames. And when I started making this solo project, I was like, the Inferno Doll, of course. That's awesome. So there you yeah, have it. So, so cool. Love that. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. I'm definitely gonna like go over this clip and I'm gonna note down all of the, any of those bands sing, that I don't know. I'll cause... send you the links. Um <laughs> awesome. The Vision Blick, they're from Germany and they make this uh horror metal, very classic sound. Um nice. I fucking love that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, awesome. I, I I said the F word. <laughs> That's okay. Speak freely, but yeah, now awesome. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I, any of the ones that you mentioned that I know, I um, I'm a big fan of. So yeah, I would definitely be up for checking out some some more things. Awesome. I definitely have to check out Devil Doll. Uh, if, yes, yeah. uh, you will find is, the music, is there music on, on YouTube. Right. Okay. Yeah, Only no Spotify or anything. Them. No, yeah, yeah. no Spotify, no. <laughs> it's all been burned. <laughs> yeah, amazing. Seriously. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, very nice. All right, cool. So, yeah, really nice mix of mix of stuff there. I'm interested then in how how the music comes about. So you mentioned that you have Gabrielle as a mm-hmm. producer doing guitars, mm-hmm. bass. I'm interested in the process. You you did talk a little bit earlier about with Renfield mm-hmm. and such, but how does it go from being like an idea or conception that you have to well to a fully mastered song you know who's uh-huh. contributing there writing music etc so when i'm on writing mode i i turn into a hermit <laughs> literally nice yeah. and i use i 
I compose on with my MIDI controller. I normally oh, cool. just try and find the melodies on piano. Mm-hmm. And then I have like a basic melody and then I'm, I just start layering like vocals. Like I have this idea instead of using the piano, I don't know why I'm just like, okay, I want a violin here and I want it to sound like this. So I just record it with my voice. Nice. And yeah, cool. Sacrifice uh, from the EP Sacrifice was born like that. I just was having this creative flow like, I need to like record this song right now because it's like too many ideas, too many vocals. And I cool. started like laying like the bass layer of the vocals, then another harmonization and another and another. Mm-hmm. And when I had like the choir, mm-hmm. I was imagining that my voice was going to sing by a choir, but no. <laughs> uh-huh. And yeah. then the and then I was working on on the main vocals. Mm-hmm. And when I have either is an a cappella demo or is a demo very basic with piano and me singing. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I can put on some drums here and there. So I can show this demo to, in this case, to Gabriel and mm-hmm. tell him, okay, so this is the idea. I, I hear this in my head, mm-hmm. this kind of riff, this kind of drum, um, what, how can we make this better? So it's literally just me doing ideas, uh, MIDI, piano, voice, 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 yeah, <laughs> of voices. Nice. And yeah. then eventually those vocals will transform into either guitars or violins or something crazier. Or we sometimes will keep those voices and we'll put it in the background, we'll put some mm. effects on it and it sounds mm. like, ooh, a ghost in the back. So yes, yeah. that's how that's how the that's music is cool. born. Yeah. 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 That's so, that's that's super cool. Super cool because obviously I guess you're so voc- vocals as your first instrument, you know, you're primarily yes. a vocalist. So that's so cool that you're doing so much of the composition basically with vocals and creating the harmonies and, mm-hmm. and everything. And you're like singing the guitar riff. Uh, some, some <laughs> do you does it do you oh. make these funny sounds? Yeah. <laughs> awesome. I'd love to hear hear the demos. Oh no no no. <laughs> That's between me and Gabriel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Very personal, I can imagine. Yeah, yeah or, or, or I'll just when we meet on Zoom and I was like, because Gabriel lives in Chile. So mm. I'm like, okay, so I have this demo. I want you to listen to it. Um I imagined the guitar like this, and I was just like singing the guitar parts via Zoom. Mm, and he's like, nice. oh, like this? Yes. Perfect, cool. my friend. You That's get it. That's it. what you need. Yeah. 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 Very it nice. was easier in 2015 because I was still living in Chile, and we would meet with Gabriel yeah, almost daily to work mm. on the album. But when I came here, it has to be Sacrifice was via Skype. Um, this new album was via Zoom and texting on WhatsApp like crazy. Mm-hmm. And calls here and there. Sometimes my demos were would make no sense. And or uh-huh. it would be like <laughs> a minute of an idea of a song. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we would work on it. And or he will like... I have this riff. What do you think? I have this song. Do you think he, he, we can work on it? And I'm like, oh, this is great. Give it to me. And I would do my thing. Give it back to him. Like, okay, let's make this nice. song work. Yeah. That's good. Teamwork. Yeah, it's, always. It's, 
that's cool. That's that's really cool. Yeah, it's interesting. I guess it becomes more and more common to work like this in this remote yes. way. Uh, I mean, I'm doing most of my work like that as well. So it's it's interesting. There's pros and cons, right? Yes, I mean, of course. I, I guess, still uh, miss like the being with the person in the same room. Yeah, sure. It's, you do get that instant instant feedback. Yeah, like mm. I have this idea. Let's record it right now. What do you think? Ah. Yeah. Yeah, there just becomes like an energy in the room, right? And then, yes, yeah. absolutely. One day. No, <laughs> yeah. No, you're right. I mean, that that is certainly really ideal. But it is amazing how we can still cultivate that remotely. And as you say, it, it can get great. intense in the in the chats. Or oh my god! Or whatever, but. <laughs> and the language we use in the chat, like the part, <laughs> ha ha ha. And when you do, and you write that down, and then you read that back, it's like, what the fuck am I saying? Yeah, <laughs> just a load of nonsense. Yeah. Yeah, and the other person understands everything, so it's like, okay, so mm -hmm. I'm not cuckoo here. Exactly. Yeah, that's it. That's that that energy that would be in the room, kind of somewhat yeah. exists through that. Yeah. yeah, through that channel. So yeah, it's, it's cool. <laughs> Yeah, nice. Yeah, so I mean, again, I guess as a continuation of that, then um, you're kind of doing everything remotely, sort of. You know, you you are solemn in that regard at home. Is is live music a part of what you do at all, or do you plan for that to be a part? Or yes, I plan. I plan to be a part of it. Um, at this very second, I'm thinking about doing shows like just mm -hmm. me on stage and trying to show a play instead of a band playing like oh, seriously cool. yeah i really like styling movies um i i'm very into theatrical kind of stuff mm. that's why when i stumble with bands that have that theatrical aspect i'm like yeah i'm not alone yeah 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 um, yeah me too <laughs> I'm so yes i i do see uh the inferno doll show with only me probably a couple of dancers or actors or one actor or one actress or even me holding the skull and doing the shakespearean quotes but instead of shakespeare is my music so wow yeah, yeah i would wow, love that to awesome. do, i would love to do something like that uh let's see how can i make it happen uh, -huh. uh next year if everything goes as planned they, there will be the infernal shows i don't know if all the time <laughs> but mm -hmm. i would like to like present the first show as, as me alone which scares me a lot <laughs> that's why i want to yeah. do it yeah nice <laughs> but I, I i always imagine myself like on stage with gabe or whoever the drummer can drum at the time Right mm -hmm. now, the drummer from this uh, new era is Pablo Stangaro. He's also from Chile. Mm -hmm. And it's so great that I still have this connection with these great musicians and artists back home. And they mm -hmm. are all so willing to hold me. So thank you That's to everyone. Awesome. You guys are the best. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. That's awesome. Cool. And, and would you say that like uh, your listeners and fans and things like that uh, a lot of those based in Chile, South America, or Canada, or They're, just worldwide? They are everywhere. Um, nice. We have a Facebook group, uh, mm -hmm. and I asked them, hey, guys, where are you from? I'm from Chile. I live in Canada, and I've 
cross paths with people that is from the US, that is from the UK, that is from Transylvania even. Oh, yeah. Those, That's, they're like, the ones we want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're from everywhere. Um, there's a lot of people from Mexico that listens to my music and mm. from Peru. There's people in 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 France in well France as well, but um, Brazil, mm-hmm. and it's great that my music is being heard like everywhere. That yeah. makes me so happy. <laughs> yeah, definitely another big pro of this internet era. You know, yeah, vir- vir- it's the best kind of climate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, I I must say that. Um, yeah, I think that you've done a, a spectacular job with that. Like, I know that. Um, uh, you you went through like seven musician academy and things like that, right? In terms yeah. of, in terms of like, I did. <laughs> I not professionally. I didn't study music. I mm. while I was in school, I don't know. I think it's high school. Mm. I was at the same time um, going to this music institute to take like mm-hmm. music lessons, singing lessons, and it was really fun. Mm-hmm. And then pr- um, private lessons, singing lessons, they were always around me. Mm-hmm. I studied something different, absolutely different, and. Um, but music was always so, there. So I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. I, I uh, just just wanted to clarify. I meant um, I, what I was referring to was uh, Leah McKinry and the Savvy Musician oh. Academy. Is, oh, am that, I right in thinking yes. that's something that you've done, right? I, yes, I, think... I did. Cool, cool. So that's what I was referring to. Just in, in oh. terms of <laughs> talking about making, uh, you know, having listeners all over the world and such. Yeah, um, it was more just about your kind of. Uh, promotional methods and, and the way that you engage and build community and stuff there mm-hmm. like it's it's really done so well um and i guess having this defined culture with the vampires and 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 everything is is really cool so you have like your mailing list right and yes um yeah kind of really create that bond with people there which is super cool yeah it's oh my god um i always talk to them we all we, we are always chatting. We have a Discord channel. We're chatting there sometimes. Like, hey, look, I found this. I don't know. Someone was like walking around. They saw a super awesome, I don't know, graveyard. Like, mm-hmm. I thought about you guys. Nice. Do you like this? Or on Facebook, the group, uh, we're always chatting about sharing art, sharing movies. Or, um, mm-hmm. It's great. I, I feel so good when i see that there's people out there like me and we connect um mm-hmm. with vampires or or other interests apart from that and music and it feels less lonely <laughs> to be honest yeah 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 yeah, no, yeah, yeah that's that, that's really cool um what I blanked, else you for, know, a, I blanked, I blanked <laughs> for a second on what I wanted to say. Those that are my vampiric powers. <laughs> <laughs> there were, yeah, there was, uh, yeah. What, what I was going to say was kind of linking those last two things together was that um, you, I, I really like how you kind of switch between like you know being a really cool down to earth person that is just like talking like you know fans as friends basically just. Yeah. You know, hanging out. But then you also do what kind of links into your live show, the kind of theatrical thing, mm-hmm. which is that you'll post clips 
or things like that, like talking in this more theatrical way, like, you oh, know, yeah. you, like as the Inferno doll in a way, like, it's just, it's really cool. It just feels like, um, it's just, yeah, theatrical like that. And it's enjoyable. And you see, it and it's like, oh, that's Laura, but like, you know, it's, 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 it's a performance as well. You yeah. Know? My friend, and that's super uh, cool. Well, not too long ago, I think like a week ago, um, ish, a friend, I, I don't know, I was explaining something, a part of a movie, and I mm -hmm. was doing all these special effects and moving, nice. and he was staring at me, and I'm like, what? You are so dramatic. And I'm like, I am. <laughs> <laughs> so Amazing. that's why I do the way I do it. Um, sometimes it's just me, like mm -hmm. just Laura, or sometimes the Inferno doll takes over, and she's in control. So nice, nice. That's the, that's honestly what i was um what i wanted to achieve when i released domination because mm -hmm. it's still me but it's not me yeah but still yeah, me so. <laughs> yeah that, Anyways, that's it's, really cool it's just fun i mm -hmm. it's just fun to be able to to take on different forms you can be a vampire one day you can be something else the next day mm -hmm. I, one of the things that I tried to study when I was younger was theater, actually, but I quit because I realized that I was, I was not good as an wow. actress. But I, when you're on stage and singing and doing your thing, it's totally different. So mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe I could do it now. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm sure. Yeah, you clearly have the innate theatrical flair i suppose it's just different isn't it like when you're in a classroom like, trying to do something yeah, some yeah, fixed way dude back then i mean it was 1999 mm -hmm. and i was feeling so off mm -hmm. like on on theater class like the, the class you were there on the on the boards as we would sell, say it mm -hmm. and I wasn't feeling like connected to anything there. And I was like, I think I chose the wrong career. <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah. So, yeah. but it's funny because um, I'm always doing crazy things like that. Mm -hmm. Probably uh, I, I, mm. I don't see myself as an, as an actress, but, a per mm -hmm. but as a performer. Mm -hmm. And, and I, I, I always try and do my best to give my, everything every time i perform if i fail or i don't fail or even if i forget the lyrics that happens a lot <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and or when you're singing and suddenly because you are like ah and the cable gets disconnected from your mic you're like Fuck, how am i gonna fix this <laughs> <laughs> yeah. performing so yes and i still get like so scared every time i have to go on stage it's like mm -hmm. i start shaking sweating yeah. and i'm like Fuck. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I i like it i uh I didn't know that I liked it so much until I started doing it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's, that, yeah. That's, that, that's yeah. amazing. I mean, I certainly, certainly uh, could see you pulling off the kind of more theatrical, even solo performance because, I mean, you see it in your music videos, right? The last video you released <laughs> yeah. was um, the uh, Ghost Waltz one. Yes. And that's primarily you... Just in, me. Like in this ghostly <laughs> thing in a, in a white dress and, and you're kind of like dancing in this 
uh was like a theater or run like kind of run down yeah room that was or that music video same as renfield was mm. filmed in a theater in indian head uh saskatchewan cool. uh the grand theater um so we used that location for these two videos is an incredible place to shoot. Um, mm. People that allow us to film there were amazing. And yes, so we shot like in the, um, it's kind of a backstage, but in the upper level. Mm -hmm. That's where we shot uh, Ghost World. And Renfield was shot like in the basement and oh. where I'm on chains and everything. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> being the Renfield, because Renfield, was insane he was mind controlled by dracula so and uh, i was trying and doing my best to be my own version of renfield so mm. yeah i remember eric uh labustier who filmed mm. my video was like okay we're gonna do this test shoot <laughs> to see if everything is in order and he's like okay let's move on to the next one <laughs> it was good yeah. It was really fun to shoot there. Nice. Yeah, yeah. It, it looks amazing. And, and and as I say, it just kind of contains that sense of performance art because you have yeah. the song playing, obviously, as a music video. But, you know, it's mostly situated around you, uh, you know, performing this part, this expression, like, as you say, for this upcoming song or or just released song <laughs> renfield just like released you're, song. Yeah. <laughs> you're, uh, you're channeling um the the character renfield right and therefore it's kind of like a performance art of that with you know the chains and such and then like in ghost waltz you're obviously channeling this kind of uh you know lonely ghost <laughs> and, yeah, and whatnot lonely but... <laughs> but it's really cool because again like that parallel of um you know you're singing clean a lot but then when you start kind of like screaming i mean that's a pretty atmospheric track as well so oh, so it, it's I really powerful that in that way yeah <laughs> it's one of my favorite song i'm um i feel very proud of it um, nice i i was i was pretty much uh inspired by um one of my favorite devil doll albums to write that oh, song cool. i don't it's not that i used that to get inspired but i was in this devil dollish <laughs> mood mm -hmm. and i listened to that album all the time is the girl who was deaf and I was feeling like, oh, my God, I need to get this, this out of my chest. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. what I write, lyrics or anything, are not about something specific, but they are mm -hmm. about emotions that I'm feeling at that very moment. Mm. And, yeah, man, it's one of my favorite songs of my own. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I can imagine it's, it's, it's really cool and it's different. I mean, that's what's really cool about the Sacrifice EP, actually, is there's three songs, but they're all actually really quite different. And for, mm -hmm. I mean, they, they're obviously, t you know, they tie together really nicely, but um, they kind of touch on different aspects. And Ghost Waltz is like, yeah, much more atmospheric in that way, which is, which is really cool. But I mean, Sacrifice as well, it has more of a kind of, um, I don't know, almost like a, tribal aspect to it and the video that you had yes. there as well it kind of like reminds me a bit of like dead can dance that kind of more like dark nice. ambient <laughs> type music uh 
which again, like though, you still manage to kind of get some growls in there, even though it's not like full on <laughs> yeah. metal. And I, again, kind of going back to the performance art thing, I think that that's so so powerful because if you actually had just one person there on stage, you know, we've all heard metal vocalists yeah. growling in front of a band, but you know, to have somebody really kind of like bearing their soul in a performance art, yeah. Kind of way, oh, it's amazing. a challenge that I want to do. I even if yeah. it's just once, and then eventually. Probably with a full band or an orchestra. Oh my God, mm -hmm. a vampiric oh, yeah. theme show. Oh my God, that would be amazing. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're talking my <laughs> language all day long, especially with the orchestra. Oh my like. God, yes. <laughs> That's okay, it, man. so. <laughs> yeah. I met a me, new friend today. Yeah. Now, <laughs> uh, nah, I, I actually write like kind of vampire metal music basically which was why i was so excited when i came about your project uh, i haven't released any and i have all kinds of different projects but uh like vampire metal is essentially something that i really really wanted to uh Get into take it. my own yeah my own spin on it and for me i hear a lot Good. of that like symphonic aspects and like the organs and you know all, all of these kind of yes. things so uh have i remember Sorry, uh, have you ever heard about this band, uh, Deathless Legacy? They're from Italy, yeah. if I'm not wrong. Um, okay. They are a horror-themed metal band, mm -hmm. and they have some vampiric approach, so I'm going to send the link to you. So maybe yeah, you'll like awesome. It. <laughs> Man, I'll take any, anything remote, remotely <laughs> like that. I'll, I'll take it. I remember I first, I first came across you a while ago, actually, when Pete, uh, Pete Rawcliffe, Mm -hmm. he just shared you on his stories one time just being like you know oh you gotta check out this like it's like vampire metal and I remember like chatting <laughs> to him briefly about that and I was like vampire metal like yeah <laughs> give yeah. this to me like all day long this is what I'm looking for <laughs> yeah. so yeah really cool yeah I, I really like to like when people read uh, before read the description of what I do before listening to the music. It's like, oh, vampires, oh, my lord, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> it's really nice uh, that I'm able to do that. Um, I know I'm not everyone's, like, cup of tea. Sure. I have, um, people have told me, like, sending me messages, like, I do not like this kind of music, but I like <laughs> okay. what you do. Oh, so it's, like, kind of telling mm -hmm. me, like, you're great on what you do, even I don't like it. And I'm like, okay, uh, thank you, I suppose. <laughs> I think it's great yeah. that even if you are not into metal or what I do, I have friends that they don't understand what I do. They are mm. like, I think it's great. I just don't don't understand it. And I'm like, it's okay. Yeah. There are yeah, different it. people. They are doing all their stuff. And mm -hmm. I'm okay with that as long as we can be friends. <laughs> Exactly, man. Yeah. yeah, we can we can all respect one another, and we will ever. Yeah, taste. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That, no, wicked. Um, so I'm 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 interested as well. Like we kind of touched upon a couple times, and, and you mentioned how like getting into performing, and it was scary, but you just kind of jumped in and did it, and then loved it. Um, <laughs> so up until recently, like I knew about the Inferno Doll, and I've been following the project for a while, as I mentioned. Um, but I, I realized that you've actually got pretty cool background as well. And you've been performing and doing things for quite a while. And I was mm -hmm. actually intrigued into more of like how you did actually get into it and what your kind of journey has been, you know, sort of from getting into music. 
Wow. Well, it all started at a very young age. <laughs> uh, my music teacher in school, when I was very little, he was always like encouraging me to sing and to perform at the school acts. But I mm -hmm. hated them because I was... <laughs> I yeah, couldn't no be vampires. on stage. On my, no vampires. <laughs> eh. No, I was just scared of being on yeah, stage. Yeah. Like, I would, mm. like. Yeah, freeze. Yeah. <laughs> no, I can't. <laughs> yeah. Um, I get that. And, but I've always wanted to do it. And years passed. And. Um, I think I was around when I was 17 or 18 years old. A friend called me when you used landlines back then, like nice. <laughs> your phone yeah. ringing in your house. <laughs> Alien concept <laughs> and, to any Yeah, and too he young. called me and he said like, hey, so um, uh, someone told me that you like music and that you like to sing. Yes. Do you want to sing in my band? Because I suck. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yes, I want to do it. Okay. I hang up and I was like, what the fuck did I do? <laughs> I have to call him back and say that I can't do it. And I was like, no, you want this? Do it. So it was a punk band. Um, mm -hmm. And the first show, I was just staring at the bass amplifier. I was scared. <laughs> and I think it was around the third or fourth show that I was starting, that I started feeling more confident and having more fun. Mm -hmm. And it was a great era with them. I, we performed a lot. I was in a lot of stages. I met a lot of incredible people. And, but I was getting more and more into metal. Mm. So the, um, I got the opportunity of, um, trying myself as a singer of a metal band and they liked me and I got in. That was uh, Sacramento. That was the band mm -hmm. I was in from 2008, probably, to when I left, uh, the 2015, 16-ish, something like that. Okay. And it was amazing. It was amazing. Mm -hmm. uh, we perform a lot as well. We opened for several bands. Um, I got to be on the first the metal fest in Chile. It wow. was in oh my god, what an incredible experience! Wow, and then I decided to go solo and move to Canada, <laughs> and here <laughs> I am. <laughs> yeah, cool. So, uh, I mean, what 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 was the driver there with that then? With um, choosing choosing that path instead with uh going, going solo and yeah so i mean um yeah in terms of like with the band you, you were playing with the band for a while um mm -hmm. and then and then eventually you decided to change course and, and move country and go solo instead life happened um priorities change uh the ways the the, the things i was like hungry for changed mm -hmm. and I, it was a hard decision to make. It was not easy. Mm -hmm. Like leaving Sacramento to begin my solo project, it was not an easy decision to make. Mm -hmm. uh, but I did it. And I already had in mind like moving countries. Um, it's like there are certain things that happen in your life and you just want to like, I'm going with that. But mm -hmm. 
there's other things that you have to sacrifice in order to achieve others. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was hard, <laughs> mm. but I don't regret it. Uh, we still talk. I mean, Alejandro and I, we still talk. He was, he was the guitar and main composer of Sacramento. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, probably in the future, if I go there to Chile and they want us to perform, we would, I would totally go in there and play with them. They're my friends. And mm-hmm. I had fun. So I do miss the band thing, like the group thing and Mm -hmm. all minds together in doing something. But I was also craving for something more. Mm -hmm. So I, I was having this barbecue at my house back then. And Gabriel was there. And it was one of the very first times on which I was sitting next to Gabriel talking about music. And I was like, you know what? I want to do this solo project. And it's about this. You want to jump in? And he's like, oh, yes. (laughs) So, yeah, that's it. It happened. It has to be like that. Um, Mm -hmm. I do not um, scratch from my notebook the possibility of singing in a band eventually. But there are so many things that I want to make sure that they're doing for me to jump in a band again. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so yeah, 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 I'm yeah. not close to the idea. Right now, the Infernal Doll is my focus. Um, I want to do as much as possible with it. Mm-hmm. There are other projects in mind. I never, I can't say I will yeah, yeah, never yeah, yeah. do this again because... I would say that like probably 10 years ago. Yeah. yeah <laughs> but yeah. if I like it, if I feel good about it, and if everyone involved in the project, uh, we think alike and we mm-hmm. are okay with doing certain things, why the hell not, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And what do you think? Like uh, touring, that kind of lifestyle, is that something that would appeal to you in the right scenario <laughs> or you prefer being at home well um i'm a home person all the time i like yeah, my cats cool. i i nice I, i'm most of the time at home reading doing something around um there's, i'm always doing something mm-hmm. but touring it is something that would be fun to do i would i do not see myself as a touring artist like touring all year long and never been mm-hmm. home probably mm-hmm. touring here and there if it's possible mm-hmm. um but at the moment i see the picture of begin to perform here locally in calgary and from there see what happens mm-hmm. yeah cool cool and i like um with the idea as we were talking about it we mentioned earlier like sam astaroth and he kind of seems to be doing a bit of that because he was doing like he had the music video with just him and then like a dancer and then was performing on mm-hmm. stage like that as well. So yes, it makes a lot of sense that you guys are friends and you're, and you're talking about stuff and bouncing ideas creatively. Yeah, we're chatting all the time. It's like, okay, do you need a hype chat? So we would like <laughs> call each other, brainstorm about whatever. It's like, okay, everything that's in my head, now everything makes more sense because I said it to someone that understands. <laughs> yeah, cool. There was one other thing that I saw that you were a part of, which I thought was really cool. You mentioned on your website, 
um, about Eve's apple, if I've got that right. Oh, yeah. Like a, a, a long kind of, time ago. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I checked that out and, and seemed really, really cool. So it's like a community of artists that you were a part of, right? Yeah, that was long time ago. We had this community of female singers uh, called It's Apple. Mm -hmm. um, they were singers from very indie bands like myself or known bands like, I don't know, Marcella, for example, from mm -hmm. Stream of Passion. Clementine Deloney was also there. Mm -hmm. Lindsay was also there. Mm -hmm. uh, Mariangela de Murtas was also there and we made a live show back on 2013. Mm -hmm. We, as It's Apple, we perform at the Metal Female Voices Fest mm -hmm. in Belgium and we, we just sang covers. I mm -hmm. remember singing with uh, Clementine a song from Accept and then it was Sana, uh, Grace, and who else was there? I think it was Lindsay. We were singing a Scorpion cover. It was so much fun. And the best nice. part of it was me on stage staring at the audience and seeing Chilean flags. And I was oh, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's awesome. Yeah, Represent. <laughs> yeah. And I, was, and, and I had to say something. So I said something in Spanish. I don't remember what it was right now, but I, I said it and they were like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was That's so awesome. much fun. Yeah. yeah, it looked so cool. I managed to find like a YouTube video or something that had last couple of songs, I think. And that had like everyone on stage. It's just like a oh, huge yeah. row all of, us, <laughs> of you like, guys so all many, singing together. So many yeah. of us. It was amazing. So how Beautiful did that, times. <laughs> yeah, it looked, it looked really cool. Uh, like how, how did that come about? Um, Other girls were like uh, the founders of it. And I was contacted by one of them like hey would you like to be part of the eats apple and of course i let you know what are the rules of the group and the things that you would have to do and i'm like i was feeling so honored mm. and to be called to be part of the eats apple and and that's how it happens so we would like plan content from time to time mm -hmm. uh my god it was amazing it was amazing. I don't know if the group is ever going to revive or if we're mm -hmm. going to do something as it's apples again. It was a great, great era. And I'm so glad I got to meet all these amazing ladies. Yeah, it, man, it seems really, really cool. I absolutely love the whole like community thing, especially amongst fellow artists, like-minded artists. So mm -hmm. I, was, I, I was really taken back when I saw that. It seemed really, really cool. Like, how how did you actually organize that in terms of you saying like uh what responsibilities you took on or how how did that many people messenger put their heads <laughs> so just yeah, like a the, big the, group chat between you all or... uh there the was there was like a group of girls that were in charge and mm. they would contact us and it was all on Messenger. Sometimes it was a group of five, a group of two or three. Mm -hmm. And then each person had the um, would have to contact the other girls and tell them, okay, so this is the idea. And we also mm -hmm. had a secret group on Facebook. Mm -hmm. So everything we were planning on doing, we would throw the ideas in there and we will take our roles and arrange everything as good as possible. 
I remember Mahi Neal or Maxi. Sorry if I destroy your name, girl. <laughs> she was she organized almost everything for the uh, Metal Female Voices Fest, and wow, it was cool. amazing. Yeah. Wow. That, yeah, that's so cool. Yeah. Re- yeah. Really, really it cool. was wow. You make so me that, remember things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Really, really in- inspiring to see that and. Um, that was when you were still in Chile, is that right? So you were yes. still with Sacramento doing that, yes. and then they knew you mm-hmm. through that, I suppose. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Cool. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, that's that, that's that's really interesting. There's there's a lot of cool stuff to check out there. I mean, if I'm right in thinking, Eve's Apple, like, so you didn't have any original music as a collective, but you had like no. a compilation album or or something like that. Of- there was a compilation. I still. Listen- it's still somewhere on iTunes. I am not quite sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but we did not make like our own music. It was just mm. ourselves, like supporting each other, promoting each other. And, mm. and yeah. Cool. Yeah. That and was then, basically it. Yeah. And then for Sacramento, you had some music, right? Was it a couple of albums or, or something? It was, there's one album and mm-hmm. We recorded another album, but they never edited because I left the band. Sorry. (laughs) But uh, yes, there is one album, Weight of Sin. Um, It's everywhere. Spotify, iTunes, I think he put it there as well. He, Mm -hmm. I mean, Alejandro. Yeah. And yeah. Cool. Yeah. So, so there's a lost album for for Sacramento as well. Yeah, there's. It's not that lost, um, but it's there, and I'm very proud of it. Actually, the uh, person in the cover of the album is my brother. <laughs> in uh, in so in the. F- Am I right in thinking? So you have one Sacramento album that's released. One Sacramento right? album. Yeah. And and it's your brother on the cover. Yeah. That, <laughs> yeah. Right. That's that's cool. Yeah. But but what I mean is the did you say that there was a second album from Sacramento yes. that that was lost in the like <laughs> that one, yes. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. So it just never managed to get out there. No, never. No, I hope I hope it's really someday. I don't know what the plans of that album are right now, to mm-hmm. be honest. So yeah. Cool. Okay, cool. And then <laughs> yeah, and then obviously there's uh your for your domination album for on the inferno doll there's sacrifice ep uh you've just released the single renfield uh, so, yeah <laughs> you've just released renfield exactly just... and there was and there was also uh this cover um trip trip the darkness wasn't it they could call mm-hmm. one with sam astroth which is super cool you guys had a video as well so yeah nice and then some uh some juicy stuff coming up a new a new record yes. on the horizon that's that's really really exciting cool uh is there, is there like anything else in particular that that, that you want to talk about or get in there or uh you know discuss oh you have asked so many things i think we covered <laughs> almost everything it's been cool. super fun chatting with you um mm. i just want to invite everyone to listen to my new song renfield it's available everywhere, Spotify, iTunes, Bandcamp, um, and sign up to my email, <laughs> sign up yeah. to my email list yeah. to get notified about uh, music updates, special discounts, and so many other things. And for those that 
already listen to my music and they know who I am, I want to thank them for their incredible support. And I just can't wait to release more music and to be able to perform live and meet all these amazing people that I've been meeting on live, online. It would be great to meet them on real life. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Uh, yeah. Amazing. Cool. Well, yeah, it's been such a pleasure, Laura. I really, really appreciate your time Same. And, and chatting. It's yeah, been super fun. So yeah, thank you so much. And I look forward to doing it again sometime. Anytime. <laughs> we can talk about vampires. Absolutely. Can't wait. <laughs> we will. Cool, man. Cool. Thank you for listening to this episode of Creating a Universe. A big thank you to Laura for joining me. I really enjoyed this chat. Be sure to check out Laura's project, The Inferno Doll, at linkdr.ee forward slash The Inferno Doll. Links will be in the show notes. That's all for this episode. I'll see you next time.